I'd probably go the other way and say that continuous delivery has probably made product launches more important. You are listening to This is Product Marketing, brought to you by Product Marketing Hive, a product marketing community that gives back. In this episode, John Zilch, a longtime product leader and co-founder of Launch Day, shares his thoughts on product launch and what makes a product launch successful. Let's dive into it right now. Welcome to the show, John. Thanks, Louise. Thanks for having me today. So to get the show started, can you introduce yourself a little bit to our audience? Just give us a little bit background. Yeah, of course. I'd love to. Thank, thanks for having me on again. Um, so I've been in product for several years, uh, as you mentioned, at, at various uh, technology companies, you know, leading product teams, bringing new products to market, and uh, and working very closely with product marketing, and in some cases, uh, even fulfilling the role of product marketing in some of the stops that I've been at. Uh, and been intimately involved, uh, as you might expect, in in product launches. So when you uh, mentioned to me that you're putting together a podcast on that topic, uh, it, it was really interesting uh, for me. And I, I, last thing is, you know, within the last uh, six months, um, spun up a venture named Launch Day to help product teams get to market and bring new features, new products to market in a better way. So really excited about that as well. And um, yeah, that, that brings me here. That's great. So you have been involved in product launches many times. Um, so in your experiences, what product launch approach has been effective? Uh, yeah, so in, in terms of the approach, um, I, I think uh, that's really interesting. That's that's something we think about a lot, actually, um, you know, doing product management and also uh, with launch day and trying to build out technology that would support launches. For, for me, I think an effective approach is to start, and I know this is is almost uh, a cliche at this point, but to start with the why. Why are we launching something? What are we trying to achieve? And really make sure that the whole team is goal-oriented. And however your organization or team sets up goals, mm-hmm. really align around that. So what are what is our goal? Are we here to capture more market? Are we here to um, you know, get our customers to feel better about the products that they're using or the services that we provide? Uh, are the goals just to to catch up to, uh, you know, to help our sales team um, close more deals uh, or, or increase pipeline. I think there's a lot of different ways you can look at goals um, for a launch. And where I think I've seen a lot of teams um, not do as well, and I've been part of these teams at time, is you just you kind of rally around a technology or a product without thinking about what you want the end result to be. Uh, and, and it's it's almost, it, it starts to fall into this assembly line type of format where it's, here's the product, let's go make sure people know about it, let's check a lot of boxes. So I think in terms of an effective approach, really important to state what those goals are and make them really front and center for the team. Put them somewhere, you know, repeat them all the time, make sure that everyone knows what we're trying to do here. Uh, the other thing I'd add to that uh, is focus, making sure that, you know, as a team, we're really going to be laser focused on that goal. Maybe it's a couple goals, um, but not too many, right? And we're not trying to you know, boil the ocean, as they say, with a product launch, but but really trying to be laser focused around, you know, what the team wants to do and accomplish. Yeah, yeah, I, I, that's a great answer. I couldn't agree more. Like getting teams together, seeing the larger picture and working towards the common goal collaboratively is really just fundamental in pro-launch. So in one of the blogs you shared with our community, you mentioned this T-minus model for planning a pro-launch. Um, do you want to share with our audience to talk a little bit about it? 
Yeah, sure. It's it's a model that um, actually it's a funny story. I, I was in a meeting once um, with a product marketing team who were leading a product launch, and we sat around an Excel sheet virtually. But we sat around an Excel sheet, and there's all these things on the Excel sheet, and there's all these dates, and people were supposed to put in their dates, and their updates, and their statuses. And then at one point, we figured out that you know, this, this whole thing wasn't going to work from a calendar standpoint. We had to shift everything two weeks. So you, you probably had like 15 salaries watching somebody, you know, move Excel formulas and trying to move all these dates up two weeks. And then, you know, other things weren't falling into place then. And it became this, this little bit of a mess um, and not, not something impossible. But for me uh, and what we found, in, especially with launch day and talking to, uh, you know, dozens upon dozens of product marketers, product managers that were involved in launches, is it's really important to orient the team around one date. And we, we hear different feedback on this. We hear, well, wait a minute, a launch isn't just one day, right? Yeah. There's post-launch activity, there's relaunch, there's pre-launch and beta. And we totally get that, right? I, I totally get that, that it's a big process and a launch is a period of time. But if you can pick one day to orient around as being your launch date, right? The date that things are going to go live, it might be the date the product gets released and everyone wakes up to a new product. Yeah. Could be the day the press release goes out. Could be the day your sales team is trained. But really make that one day your launch day. And then the T-minus part that you mentioned is really, okay, what has to happen in order for that big event to occur? Well, we can't. If we do the press release, our sales team is going to need to be trained up because we're going to start getting calls or maybe customer success. All right, so that should probably happen a week or two before the press release, right? So that's T minus 14 days, and, and just being able to stagger your entire schedule really around that one date is an effective approach that um, that I've seen work uh, quite well for, for teams, especially when you have complex launches. Yeah, I think it's I think it's really effective because you are making the the goal more prominent. Yeah. yeah, that's really important. So, what do you see the roles of product managers and product marketing managers in the process of product launch? Oh wow, that's a great question. Yeah, I'd say um, it, it it's I, I mean for the launch uh, surely, but uh, even leading up to the launch, I think that it's it's a really underrated relationship that we don't talk about enough and in the uh, the business ecosystem, uh, which is the, the partnership between product management and product marketing. It has to be strong. I've been lucky enough to have had really strong product marketers that I've worked with. Um, and I'm thinking, you know, as you asked the question, uh, one individual named Cindy, we worked quite, quite well together. I'd say we probably ended up meeting either formally or informally once a day, maybe an hour a day about something, whether it was content, whether it was product updates, whether it was comp- competitive, brain, you know, just trying to brainstorm out how we're going to position our products. Um, it was a really healthy partnership between product management and product marketing. And I think going up to the launch where I've, I've seen teams not do as well, and frankly, I've fallen victim to this, and I learned this super late in my career. I wish I had learned it earlier, which is bring the product marketer in earlier right? If you're building something or if you're building out the roadmap, um, you know, there are times where you get so caught up in the development of it as a product manager that then by the time it's it's almost ready to go out, then you start bringing in sales enablement and product marketing and you get that go-to-market team together. I, I find that it works much better if you can bring them in earlier on and say, hey, you know, here's what our roadmap looks like for the next year. What does everyone think, right? Like, let's get some, let's get some buy-in. What are our goals? How does our positioning change? And then as you, you know, build out toward that roadmap, 
um, just providing updates, you know, and, and being very candid about where the development's going and, um, you know, how the product's coming about or whatever the initiative might be. Uh, that, that can be really, really helpful. Conversely, um, and the last thing I'll say on that is I, I think it works the other way too. I think product marketing, being able to bring product management into some of the conversations they're having, you know, where do we win, lose deals? Uh, what should our roadmap, you know, maybe we need to switch a couple things based on what they're seeing, competitive intelligence, all the all that good stuff, um, you know, it needs to be kind of a, more of a, a, a constant thread up and through launch, frankly. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. So if you were going to build this dream team or go-to-market team, um, who would you include and why? Uh, oh, a dream team for go-to-market? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a fun one. I like that question. Um, gosh, I guess the characteristics I, I would uh, I'd, I'd probably look for are doers, uh, you know, people who can get things done. Because I do think... You know, as fun as a product launch can be, and, and, and as much as it is strategic, and there's a lot of planning leading up to it, at some point there's just going to be work that has to get done. We need we need to do sales training, and that's work. That's content. We need messaging docs. We need to build the product. We need to train all the teams. There's um, so I think doers is is a really important part of go to market, and then I think storytellers is another. Uh, and that's something that I've really relied on um, talented folks around me in my career to help out with, which is, you know, what what story are we telling with this launch? And, and can that story actually be told by a customer, not by us? Because I think it means a lot more coming from a customer. How do we get that customer involved in our development process? How do we learn from that that customer or customers, right? Maybe it's a beta program. Um, so I think that's really important in terms of, you know, who, who might be on that dream team. Yeah. Um, yeah, great content person, uh, a customer success advocate, I think is also critical. Yeah. Uh, someone who can go out and start to get the voice of customer, maybe even pull in customers for feedback. Um, uh, salespeople who can do the same, recognize with a few clients and, and then roll it out. Uh, and, and really start to get buy-in, right? If you can sell the seller, so to speak, and get salespeople to really buy in on what, what you're launching, that, that, that works, that helps because they can also go out and start to, to advocate uh, for that launch amongst the other sellers, which will give you much better traction. And then lastly, I'm in products. So I'll say, you know, a product person who can also let go of maybe some of the things that they, you know, the peripheral type of features, the bells and whistles, uh, and just focus again on on creating a product that might not be full, but will be ready by a certain launch and will support the story that the team is telling. I hope I didn't leave anyone out, by the way. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> my apologies if I left any of my friends out. <laughs> That's a complete profile for a go-to-market team. Okay, good. In the successful product launch, you know, what are the key ingredients to make sure the smooth launch of the product? Yeah, uh, I, I think one of the big ones that I haven't mentioned, I mean, I mentioned focus and goals, which are really important. Uh, customer involvement. Um, you know, I've seen launches go sideways too, because it may be not sideways, they would happen, but they could have been much stronger had we had some customer involvement earlier on. Um, analyst involvement, you know, it's really an outside in type of thinking on, on the launch um, is, is critical. I'd say the big thing so the most successful launch that I've been a part of, and it was at my time, I don't know, four or five years ago at Dun & Bradstreet, we were launching a brand new product to the market. Um, 
which is already hard to do. And um, we ended up going to Dreamforce, which is Salesforce's annual event. This is back in the pre-COVID days when, you know, in-person events <laughs> happened. Yeah. And uh, we we invested. We invested in it. We had a really large, um, you know, booth presence, whatever you want to call it. It was bigger than a booth. And uh, we demoed every 10 minutes or whatever. I think it was like every 20 minutes for 10 minutes, you know, and we just had like a rotation of people demoing and we had people coming over and we were giving private demos too. We were meeting with customers. We were at events. We did a couple um, speaker series um, during the, during the week as well. And it was, it, it felt like playing for a, a sports team, I, you know, I think, and, and a winning sports team, everyone just, or maybe it was even like a winning uh, band, right? Like, Everyone was in sync. We were all super, we were loving what was going on. We were all really positive. We all felt great about what we were launching and confident in what we were launching. And at one point, you know, we would do these demos. And I remember I did one and there were a couple people in the front row. And then later on in the day, someone else on the team was doing the same demo. And I saw the same two people in the, in the front row and they were watching again. And I thought, well, what's going on here? You know, and I asked them after, and they're like, "Yes, we just wanted to make sure we didn't miss anything. That we had a couple, you know, questions and um, wanted to watch it again." And I was like, "Well, that that's a great indicator that we're doing something." And they they said to me, "They go, we can tell that you're excited by it. Like the company who's launching this stuff is excited by it." And I know it sounds a little bit fluffy to say like you need a positive energy around the launch, but it takes a lot of effort to get there. It takes a lot of buy-in. I think it takes a lot of planning and making sure that everyone feels good about what we're doing and everyone's aligned. But if you can get to that magical spot and, and everyone's running just really fast in the same direction, I, I do think some really, you know, some amazing things can happen for uh, for the launch. And, it, and customers can sense it. You know, they can sense in the copy, they can sense in the marketing, they can sense in, even in the product that there is there's something here that's that's really going to work for them, um, so I, I think you know it's not easy to achieve all the time, but to the extent that you can, uh, just having that positive energy is, is really important. Um, and then Louise, the, the last thing I would just add, and I, I know this is a little bit of a shameless plug, but that is sort of what we tried to do with Launch Day too. Is uh, and there's other tools out there; it doesn't have to be Launch Day, but have something out there that's going to support all the work that's going into it, right? Just a, a one central place that shows, okay, what are all the things that we need to do to make this launch successful? What are the goals? Who are the personas that we're trying to target with what we're what we're bringing to market here? Um, and who owns what? Who's accountable for what? And and you know, don't make it something that you know I've used Excel before or. People have to go in and put in their own statuses. And that gets old really quick. I, I've seen that really not work. Um, so just having some kind of tooling, I think, that can support all of the work that goes into the launch. Because people have other things going on during their day, uh, I, I think is probably the last ingredient to, uh, to, to really find success with the product launch. About the positive energy, that was a great story. I think uh, the positive energy across all teams and uh, bringing out the story's narrative consistently gives a great momentum for the whole product launch process. Your positive energy, what affects the customer's prospects? Yeah. yeah. And then your experiences, what are the common challenges that you see for go-to-market team you know, process of product launch? Yeah, um, uh, I mean, the big one for me is uh, probably misalignment and communication um, or lack of communication. Uh, I know, again, that's everyone's probably 
listening to this and going, well, no kidding, right? Like you need to be aligned. Yeah. Um, but that's like a that's like a fundamental like all everything about Power Launch is about like team collaboration <laughs> and then alignment the communication right. But how would that get run though? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's it's tough because you've got different conversations going on with different people, right? And if you have executives saying, yeah, this launch is going to accomplish this for us, and then you've got a product manager who thinks the launch means something else, mm. and you've got a sales team who aren't even interested at all, right? Um, and then a CS team who don't, you know, a customer success team who may not feel like they're prepared for it or, or don't know what expectations are for them. And I think, again, customer success, I'm a big fan of that function. I, I think um, they, they can bring a lot of value to a launch but and really be good advocates for a launch too. Uh, but if, if people aren't brought into the overarching goal um, and, and why we're doing this, and I, again, I think it has to be repeated. It has to be, we've, you know, where I've seen launches go well is when you just write it on the wall, literally wrote it on the wall in one of our offices. This is what we're doing. Our launch date is, you know, May 21st. And um, this is what we expect. And it, it really goes back to, you know, if you believe in OKRs as a, as a goal methodology, our objective is this and our key results are these, right? We want to, we want to collect so many leads from this launch. and. Um, you know, the nice part back to that story I told before with, with Dreamforce and what we did at DNB, um, we invested a lot in it, right? So when you invest a lot in a launch, um, you expect a lot in return, right? You want a good ROI. And that almost forced us to come up with goals. But I think even if you're not investing in, and most launches, you're investing in something, right? Some kind of marketing effort, but um, trying to figure out like what would make this a positive, a positive launch from a a financial perspective, right? Um, what would what would be a positive launch from the product perspective? I think those just stating those key results and having uh, statistics that you know that give people direction as to what to build for is really really important. And I think we all think we do it really well, but I, I've seen a lot of team go, okay, we stated our goals, that's great. Then the launch happens, and then everyone kind of starts to you know go their own ways after uh, uh, the launch you know, happens. And, and I think it's important to track it, make sure that those goals are being met, um, adjust as needed. So I think that's one of the big challenges. The other one that's probably not as large of a challenge, but I would call out is patience and making sure that um, you're launching at the right time. And, uh, you know, is the product ready, right? Are all the teams ready? Um, you Like I, I was saying before, I think it, it typically is an investment, right? So, if we're going to invest in this, let's make sure we're getting the best bang for our buck. Let's 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 ensure that we're launching um, at, at a time when when we have the best chance of winning. So let's talk about let's talk a little bit about product releases and product launches. Do you see these two things different from each other? Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, I'm laughing because we just had this discussion the other day. So it's a really timely question um, uh, on the product side had to kind of champion that thought and, and, and remind folks in quite a few circumstances that the release process and the launch process don't always have to go together. Um, and, a, you know, a product release uh, can happen with the product launch, right? In some cases, it could happen before or, and I've seen other companies do this, I mean, you could launch something a year before it actually comes out, right? Until if, if we're talking about an actual like SaaS product before people can actually use it or before the, the service or whatever it might be is ready. Um, and I think you have to be a certain type of company to get away with that, but uh, it does happen, right? And I'm thinking of companies like Salesforce. I'd go to 
again, the, the Dreamforce event and watch some of their stuff. And they were talking about things that, you know, probably weren't going to be ready for a year or so down the road, but they were getting people excited by it. And then they had something that they could demo in, in some state. Um, and, and then the other thing that I think is becoming quite popular is following the Salesforce model of having two or three really big splash launches a year, um, which is pretty common too, right? So to be able to launch something, get it out there, uh, get feedback on it before you actually go off and build it um, can be really helpful for the product team um, and, and for the marketing team to understand how you might position something. I see. So there, there are people, there are companies saying that we don't do product launches anymore because uh, we have continuous delivery. And then um, do you see product launch as an like, obsolete idea? Or do you believe product launch is still relevant in the age of continuous delivery? Yeah, I, I, I'd probably go the other way and say that continuous delivery has probably made product launches more important. Um, and, and maybe they've changed it. You know, it, it really depends on the strategy that, that each company might have, right? So uh, if it's, hey, every time we, we release something every two weeks, we're going to also um, you know, do something bigger on the marketing side. Uh, I, I don't think, you know, I think that could be a little bit dangerous because then you're, um, you're kind of spreading yourself thin, right? You're, you're, you're doing things, um, you know, but uh, every 20, you know, 26 times a year, right? If you're releasing every, every two weeks and then that investment gets spread out 26 times versus um, we'll release things throughout the year. You know, we'll let folks know what we released. We'll fix bugs, of course. Um, you know, we'll do release notes, but, um, you know, in terms of actually uh, making a big splash and telling our story and putting some marketing dollars behind it, um, you know, we can we can do that uh, in, in larger chunks. I think that's the model that I've seen at the last few places that I've I've been at, and uh, it seems to have worked. Um, it's definitely tricky though because you do have to manage both cadences that you know that trickle of of product release throughout the year, um, plus the marketing events that happen. You know, call it quarterly. So we're getting to the end of our time here. Do you have any final thoughts on how to make a successful product launch? Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, in terms of a successful product launch, so the one thing that I haven't mentioned is is try to have fun with it, right? Mm. That, that's another important part about picking out one launch day, right? It's uh, it's the day that you can decide to uh, kind of have the virtual happy hour, or, or I guess even now maybe in-person happy hour and, you know, celebrate as a team, right? I mean, I think a launch has to be, again, a positive event, not not a checklist of things to do, not an assembly line type of format, not, not someone's responsibility so much as this is an opportunity for us. This is an opportunity for us to, uh, I mean, the way I, I, I tend to look at my own career, frankly, is um, what am I going to think about five years from now, right? At the place I'm at currently. And if it's about creating a, you know, an FAQ and then turning that into someone and getting it approved and then saying that I'm done my part, uh, I'm not going to remember doing that in five years. If it's about you know getting together as a team and coming up with a really good story that we're telling and how we're going to um, you know increase our market share by doing these things and um, and then all coming together and doing it well and doing it on time and and seeing the results that we had expected um, and overcoming challenges together and then you know by the end of it going out for a, a nice dinner and celebrating that to me is something I'm definitely going to remember five years from now. 
So I think it's important to, to surround yourself with that dream team, you know, and when you can and, um, and try to inject positivity and, and fun into the process to the extent that you can, right? There's obviously going to be work to do, um, but, but as much as it can become a team event and, and a celebratory event, right? And to say, hey, we're going to do this together. And in five years, we're all going to be able to add it to our resume, right? Or even, you know, even next year. Uh, but in five years, we're all, we're all going to look back on this and think, gosh, that was one of the highlights of my career was when we went to market with that thing. And it wasn't because everyone had checklist items. It was because everyone came together, supported each other, worked together, um, was accountable, you know, and and, and focused. Uh, and again, I think had a lot of fun and, and learned throughout the throughout the process. So that would be the big the big thing for me. And I, I would think a good way to go out on this topic. Thank you. This is really, really insightful. And then I think a lot of people find this uh, conversation helpful for their pro launch. I hope so. Thanks for having me, Luis. Thank you for tuning into This is Product Marketing, brought to you by Product Marketing Hive, a product marketing community that gives back. Check out our website, productmarketinghive.com, to join our community, meet fellow product marketers, and access free resources, including training, playbooks, templates, and events. If you enjoyed our podcast, please subscribe and give a five-star rating on the platform of your choice. See you next time.